Hello and welcome to Tiny Victories, the show where we offer up minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich. And each week on the show, no matter what's going on on this little blue ball careening towards apocalypse, we'll share one thing that gives us a reason to get out of bed. It's something we like to call a tiny victory. That's right. So thanks for joining us. For the next 10 to 15 minutes, we invite you to hit pause on your anxiety so you can stop thinking about the dirt that builds up in the corner of your bathroom that looks like fuzz. And I'm going to stop thinking about the fragility of democracy. And I'm going to stop thinking about how we've shot over 30,000 pieces of garbage into space that's now circling the Earth. Perfect. And now, let's get tiny. Tiny we shall get. This week, we're going to hear from a few listeners who called us on the Tiny Victories hotline. They did. It's so great to hear from listeners. But Mm -hmm. first, I have to talk about Fortunato Chocolate. Why say, you mean chocolate from the family-owned company that is not only sponsoring this show, but making it possible for me to enjoy my one chocolate meal a day without having to leave the house? Why say, I do say. Yeah, seriously though, it's made from rare, organically grown heirloom cacao. What? From the jungles of northern Peru? Are you kidding me? You could only find it in big deal places before, like Michelin star restaurants. So Mm -hmm. as you know, I'm sugar-free. I've been making frozen yogurt. And by making, I mean literally every night. I use the cacao nibs. I've made chocolate, chocolate cherry, chocolate banana, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. I'm essentially a Michelin star restaurant. And I'm essentially gnawing off bars of chocolate that (laughs) arrive at my house from Fortunato (laughs) number four. Oh, and one thing I want to mention that's very timely, you know, Hanukkah is coming up. I really hit that ch because I'm Jewish. And, you know, there's a tradition of giving Hanukkah gelt, which is in Yiddish, gelt means money. But Well, tell me more about it. When did that tradition start? Oh, in the way back days, right? But a lot Do of go pe- on. Yeah, but people give uh, the, the Hanukkah gelt is like candy. It's it, Hanukkah gelt is Hanukkah gelt, besides being money, is also chocolate coins. Oh, how much do people get on average? Well, just for that, you're not getting any of no. It's like a 30 second spot. <laughs> and you're like giving us. Like Jewish history. Do Orthodox and Reform also do this tradition? Okay, or is okay, it only okay. In, I'm just going to say this really quickly. Ashkenazi and, as well as... I'm just going to say one thing. Okay. You know, uh, but Laura, I have to tell you, Hanukkah is coming up. And a good Hanukkah gelt gift is Fortunato chocolate. <laughs> that does sound like a good gift. <laughs> that is a good gift. So listeners, you can get yourself some Fortunato chocolate by visiting podcastchocolate.com slash tiny and send it to your friends and family. They've never heard of it. It's only just been made available to the public. They will love you forever. Podcastchocolate.com slash tiny. Yes. Now, Laura, here we go on our tiny victory hotline calls. Our first call today is from Bonnie. And I'm really curious what you're going to think of this call, because I think it falls into that category of like, there are two kinds of people. Hello, this is Bonnie. I'm in Los Angeles. And my tiny victory in times of quarantine is that I'm able to lay my hands on every single thing that I own and organize every single thing that I own and make sure everything has a place. 
all of these things that I never had time for, I now have all the time in the world to give a home to every item in my house or get rid of it and clear out. That's a tiny victory. You know, it's really, it's really something. I mean, I've, I've heard this from quite a few people that they're using their time. They've used time during COVID to organize their homes. And it seems like Bonnie has found this to be such a comfort. And this is how she's being productive in this strange new world. Yeah, I think there is a great tiny victory in there of taking terrible news. <laughs> hey, everybody, stay inside for the foreseeable future. <laughs> so that's not good. I mean, that's not something when we were kids, we were like, one day, maybe everything else shut down. But to take that instance and be like, well, that's the reality. I now live in acceptance what do I want to do? And then her choice was was cleaning up, which it sounds like you're not in the same camp. Uh, no, uh, I feel like it's like already a punishment to be at home. Like now I have to clean up more. I'm, I feel like I'm six years old. Look, a lot of America where we live is having like, they're cleaning out their closets. It's like they're having a garage sale. Only you can't have a garage sale because no one's going to come to your garage to buy this stuff. But there's just so much stuff and people love getting rid of it. I literally did the same thing that Bonnie did. Wow. <laughs> of, wow. We had I don't know if we did we didn't even do it in lockdown, so I don't even have a good excuse. Oh. Like like there's even more judgment from me. We did it like right when Marie Kondo hit Netflix. I was like, Brian doesn't keep up with pop culture because he's a jazz guy. So everything he's interested in has been dead for mm-hmm. 50 years. I was like, oh, there's this tidying up, like do you want to check it out? And I, I think my secret wish was maybe he'll get really into it and clean the house. And then Ooh. I just I just ride easy for the rest of my life. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what happened. Like we both got a little inspired. Like I now fold my T-shirts in the drawer. I instead of laying them flat where you just see the top one. If you move them sideways and you kind of like stack them the way you do like files in a file cabinet. Mm hmm. You can see all the colors, and I and I have kept that up. I do that with T-shirts. And then he he started with the kitchen, and he, like, turned all the forks and knives around. So you're not just seeing the handle. You're seeing the part that makes you know it's a fork or a spoon. See, when I hear this, I just fear for the future of our species that we're all dare you? home in our little caves doing this. No, I'm going to be honest. The reason why I, one of the reasons why I don't want to organize my drawers, because like I hide things in there. I'm a mom, right? So like my sock drawer is also the graveyard for old sex toys. Because I'm just going to say this. I tried to find a place to recycle them. You cannot recycle old sex toys. You just throw them away, Annabelle. You're not going to destroy. It's not the time to worry about earth. I... Listen, you know, I've been really involved in sustainability and trying to get to a close to a zero waste uh, lifestyle. And I've been to landfills and I just feel like I need something else in my ears. There's no room for my dildos. Talk about another podcast. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's talk about another show on the Maximum Fun Network. Let's talk about baby geniuses. Oh. 
I have a favorite part of Baby Geniuses. You know, it's Emily Heller and Lisa Hanawalt. They're Emmy-nominated writers. They're incredible. So my favorite part of the show is every week they spotlight a Wikipedia page. And on the (laughs) Halloween episode, they talked about Mr. Blobby. Okay, I'd never heard of Mr. (laughs) Blobby before. But apparently, Mr. Blobby was a character featured on a BBC show in the 1990s. And he was a... (laughs) Blob with yellow spots, whose Christmas video was number one in the UK in 1993. And I love, you know me, I love that kind of like really fun, (laughs) weirdo uh, story. And of course, I went down the rabbit hole. I had so much fun looking up Mr. Blobby and I had the baby geniuses to thank. They are amazing. It's an incredible podcast. You can subscribe to it right here on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Laura, we have another hotline message, and this one is from Nate. Hi, I'm Nate. Pronouns are he, him, and a brief content warning for talking about past self-harm. So, My Tiny Victory is a tattoo that I added on to this past weekend. Uh, I dealt with self-harm starting in high school and going on into college. Uh, Since recovering, I reached out to a number of friends who were really supportive and and instrumental in my mental health journey. I got them all to write the word love, and I got it tattooed over the scars on my leg. Um, Since getting that tattoo, I'm fortunate enough to have met a number of uh, other people who have been really influential in my mental health journey. I got them to write out the word love, and this past weekend, I got that tattooed on uh, to add to the collage. It felt like the first thing that I did purely to make myself happy uh, for the first time in a while. And caring for the tattoo since then as it's, as it's healing has been a very pure form of self-care. Um, and that's really brought a lot of joy into a uh, particularly uh, joyless time. Um, so hooray for Tiny Victories. Thank you all for the work you're doing. Bye. I just, I want to say that... Um... I have had my own experience with self-harm and I just so deeply moved by that hotline message. And I also really love, Laura, that people are calling the hotline and our show is always meant to exist on a number of levels, comedy, but also, you know, I... I hate that phrase, self-care, but I also really believe in it. And I just, uh, I love that we're getting variety of kinds of calls. And Nate, thank you so much for sharing your story. It's very intimate and I really appreciate that. Yeah, I think it's, even the idea of having people you love and people who've helped you write the word love and that's art and you put that art on your body and you put it where you have previously caused harm in your body to heal it's beautiful that was awesome thank you so much nate we have another message and this one's from theo hi my name's theo and my tiny victory this week is a little difficult um i just turned 18 and i've been saving to get this tattoo that i've wanted since I was like 15 and I finally got enough money to save it. And as soon as like right after my quote appointment, I knocked out the side mirror on my car and I have to help my mom pay for it. And it was devastating, of course, because now I'm not going to have enough money to pay for the tattoo. But I feel like I've learned a lesson in responsibility 
now, or I, I am in the process of it. So I won't be getting that tattoo super soon, but I will eventually. And I think that the fact that I'm still going <laughs> is a tiny victory. Thank you. That is such a that is such a good victory. Again, it feels big, but I even the positive tone of telling the story of I wanted this and then this accident happened and I can't have it right now, but being positive and owning that and you know what? I'm learning some responsibility. I mean, that is that is that's such a great victory. I know. It's a great it it's a great big tiny victory. I mean, we <laughs> we always talk about how the tiny victory isn't something that's going to make the newspaper. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, Theo had to wait to get their tattoo. Right. But it it's such a good story and redemptive story and it's so fucking 2020 like yeah. so unfair when you want yeah. that thing and then you, then you do the right thing please call us back and tell us the tattoo you're getting what tattoo i've got to know please call us back well that's gonna do it for this week thanks to everyone who called in to share their victories on our hotline we love getting your calls and messages, so if you have a story you'd like to share, call the Tiny Victory Hotline at 323-285-1675 or record something on the Voice Memo app of your choice and email us the audio. Our email is tinyvictories at maximumfun.org. We also appreciate everyone who leaves us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It really helps out, especially if you write a review and you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at GetTinyPod, and to follow us individually on Twitter, you can follow me, Annabelle, at L.A. Gerwich. You can follow me at I'm Laura House. Thanks to Brian Swartz for our theme music. Our producer is Laura Swisher. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, may you have awesome tattoos of tiny victories. This is a production of Maximum Fun. Yeah, it is. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. I'm not going to worry about Annabelle's <laughs> weird dick drawer. <laughs> so you don't worry about how you might need warmer socks for winter. And I'm not going to worry about Annabelle's, Annabelle's dick drawer that I can't stop thinking about. <laughs>